0: One, two,
1: three. Okay, well this is happening. It's sad to me that women should feel bad about wanting to have a fuckboy. It's it's
2: like taking the nicest poop you've had and putting it back in.
0: Sit on
1: my
2: face. (laughs) That's
1: not what he sounds like at all. Okay. (laughs) I may or may not have daddy issues. (laughs) But we have mommy issues. I am a unique man. And I deserve nothing but the best. Hello, and welcome to Men and Women by Men Who Don't Know Women. I'm John. And I am Adam. Uh, And this is uh, the first episode of our podcast. We are just taking the stance as two curious idiots trying to learn about relationships um, because we basically each got out of a long relationship, tried to start dating again, realized we had no idea what we were doing, but then found out that basically nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. And so um, this is a show to talk to people to find out what the fuck we're doing
2: yeah what what other people think and it's not just men trying to understand what straight women are thinking it's entirely the whole situation and relationships as a whole so Sure, relationships, any, sexuality anything. gender and uh like we said we're very ignorant we have no idea uh what the hell we're doing we uh rely it's mostly going to be in interviews there are going to be a few episodes of just john and i kind of talking to give you a little bit of background on us or if we have anything going on in our lives, kind of catching you up on that. But for the most part, we're going to be interviewing people, whether it's uh, sexual professionals or relationship professionals, or if it's just uh, you know people we meet in passing that have an interesting story that we want to uh, highlight. So there's no real forum to this. Um, And and any
1: any interesting topics you'd like to hear on the show, if you have something interesting to say, please reach out to us. Uh, You can email us at don'tknowwomen at gmail.com. Or if there's something we say that resonates with you, or if there's something that we we say that's profoundly ignorant and it upsets you, please let us know why. And um, we'd love to have those kind of discussions as well.
2: Yeah, and we'll do our best to learn. Uh as we go through this, uh oftentimes we get caught up or maybe in the heat of the moment and say some uh things that might not be uh uh correct, so that I apologize but yeah, again, just reach out to us constantly uh if we're doing anything wrong or uh if you think we're doing anything right, let us know,
1: yeah, we're trying to create that dialogue here,
2: so basically,
1: this episode is um is just Adam and I, and I basically talk about the reason that inspired me to do this podcast uh which is what I got out of that rela- this long relationship wasn't feeling too great about anything and that is um that's essentially this episode and so to start it off we're going to play the song that I wrote and recorded for that young woman when I was 17 years old um. So uh, this is uh, slightly embarrassing for me, but I think uh, a growing experience at the same time and important for you to hear.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's going to sum up a lot, uh, maybe even more so than the interview. You might just want to listen to this song and then you can just flip it off and pretty much get what's going on through there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, without further ado, I would like to bring to you John and his song Carrot Top. I totally forgot the song name. Carrot Cake. Carrot Cake. His song carrot cake
0: as time goes by i wonder why we live if we just gonna die but i found my reason why the reason back is up my sky i'll well, tell you the truth you're my reason my reason is you
1: Basically, what happened to me is I had I you know I so we'll we'll just get into that. I was in a, a five a little over 5 year relationship from when i was like in the middle of high school basically till the end of college for me and i i basically after that i got really depressed and in terms of, like, the way – my interactions with women were just – they they were, they were not only, like, unsatisfying, but I think they were, like, damaging emotionally to me. Okay. And then for a while, I just stopped dating. Like, I just – I had to – I said, I can't – like, I need to figure out what's going on, like, with myself and my own emotions. So I just stopped dating for – uh, maybe like two uh, almost like two years let's say uh-huh. uh give or take i don't have like an exact timeline but let's yep. say let's say two two years i just didn't go on any dates i had no real romantic interactions with women uh and then so when i started dating again it was the most anxiety inducing <laughs> and fucking I, I had no i started online dating for the first time in my life and so um and that, that was about like a year ago now i'd mm-hmm. say and uh you know i i have like a much better now i've been talking to a lot of i've been like interviewing people talking to people uh for the podcast and shit uh and i've dated a lot of women so it's like i feel like i have a much better idea but at the same time i still have, i have no 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 i don't have any fucking idea what's going on <laughs> like, i'm just i feel more comfortable where i am but like uh it is a shit show out there and I, and I know I know there are so many other people who feel the same way maybe maybe not with the, the same story obviously but you know
2: yeah it's uh, it's it's something that everybody's going through it's such a right now the landscape of like how to how to meet people is entirely changing i think it's you know you're coming out of this thing where it was so long with this one person then you go into this kind of like you know uh, reclusive state for 2 years after that during your like time of you know, early twenties, coming out of college, you know, like and now you're like what you've seen what what people see on TV is like, oh, like you call up you know, you call up a a girl and you go, Hey, would you like to, you know, go out to the, the like the soda fountain or whatever it is, you know? And now it's such a there's no rules on it anymore. There's no it is 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 that it's just you you go online and you talk to somebody and now you're having this thing where you haven't had any romantic relations with this uh, a lot of a lot of romantic relations with uh, women during for like two years after coming out of that that uh, breakup, and you so your game of talking to women and like 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 understanding like how to like get dates is now entirely changed because it's it's through just texting and communicating through like non social cues which you can pick up on. And it's such a fucking, it's like, that's just part of like the fun of it where it's, I remember like, like online dating, you and I would both, we would send the most ridiculous messages to people to see like what could What's gonna sink?
1: Yeah. What? What do people actually respond? Because, yeah. because we like had part
2: of it was a bit trolling. Could be like, what the fuck? We it was literally like a,
1: had no idea how to communicate to people because sometimes you'd ask like, oh, here's like seems like a, like a normal question, and then nobody responds to it, and you're like, what the fuck? So then you start sending ridiculous things. Yeah, so you here's start a, repos- like,
2: a preposterous thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and it and it's um yeah, we're not we're not we're, we weren't sending like uh, I, I know I was I, I wasn't sending like uh, I wasn't sending overtly creepy messages. They were just they'd be ridiculous. Like I'd send four words that had. Vi- vaguely uh like some vague connection like i do like uh auga horn buster keaton and you know just with periods in between and see who would respond to them (laughs) and like (laughs) and like you know obviously that never worked but uh it's like the
2: equivalent of doing like uh one one comma four comma uh seven comma blank like, how does this, what's the next answer to this? It's like one of those questions, you know? <laughs>
1: but it's like, I literally had to learn that. Yeah, you're right. I had to learn that skill of being able to communicate with women over text in a way that's both casual, somewhat
2: flirtatious. But like, you, you've also, you were in a relationship for, for a long time during your formative years of like approaching, you know, the fear of getting rejected.
0: Oh, yeah, no, like
2: I you didn't. Were, you, were, you were in a relationship for, like, I those was, years of, like, of getting your chops in.
1: I was in a committed monogamous relationship for basically my entire college. And I never – I was totally faithful. So it's like I never I, – I the whole fucking time where you get to be an, a fucking idiot college kid and make a bunch of fucking stupid mistakes, I didn't have any of that.
2: Hold on, so, hold on. You did. You you made one big, real, stupid (laughs) fucking mistake. Yeah. (laughs) Some would say that would be the worst of all mistakes. Yeah, sure.
1: Sure. Yeah. 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 Sure. I mean. Ma- yeah. Maybe. maybe. Maybe that was a mistake. Uh, maybe not. I mean. At the same Sorry, time, she's it's
2: listening. Like, she's a very lovely woman. No.
1: No. 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 It's like, but it had, no, it has nothing to do with the person. It's. It, that's. That's. That's the other thing I've learned a lot too. It's like sometimes you have to remove your ego from it to a certain degree, where it's like it's not necessarily about you as the individual. It's about how the relationship works for each individual. The relationship is a separate thing that both of you are a part of, and that's where people get fucked up. Yeah. They attached themselves themselves a little bit to. And that's that's what fucked me up so much is that uh, I that was like that was my the, the best thing going in my life was that relationship. And I was like, eh, whatever. Uh, I didn't really give a fuck about school. I didn't give a fuck about what I was going to do after school. You like actually- in terms of my own life, it didn't matter.
2: If I if I remember correctly, you were considering moving out to where she was going to school after college yeah. you were at least considering uh, that yeah
1: i was I, I don't know if we ever we i don't know if we ever like seriously talked about that i can't remember but yeah i think at one there was, point there was there like, was like
2: there was something in your head you were like ah like i may i may see if she would i may see if she she would be into it i, know, I don't know if you I ever know like, that i was it. totally interested you were considering and i would it. have done that yeah, yeah, yeah. if yeah. that was a thing i remember that discussion yeah but
1: but so so wait, wait let me just rewind a second to, to what you're uh between between uh the end of that relationship and the like period where i was like all right i i i can't i can't like be seeing like women i i was like really reclusive during that whole period too Mm -hmm. i didn't really hang out with like i didn't hang out with many people that was like that was a weird time we we can get into that which like honestly i think was really important for me and like i wouldn't uh i wouldn't trade that time for anything because like i needed to do that but regardless that's a
2: different discussion yeah exactly
1: yeah uh but between so right when that relationship ended basically we were, we were in a long distance relationship for the last couple of years. She was uh, going to school in Wisconsin. I was in Boston. Uh, you know, we didn't see each other that often Summertime's vacations, that kind of thing. Um, and then over time, like our communication kind of broke down a little bit, like schedules got different. Like I think each of us were like putting in less effort, um, to like actually like talk on the phone, you know, um, uh, what, what, I, what, whatever. It's just, it's just fucking shit, it broke, was, down, yeah, shit, shit broke down. Regular long distance relationship shit. Yep. Uh, and then you know, but t- to me, it's like I was still like, I was like, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm getting out of school really soon. When that's done, I can like be more available for this. I'm gonna thing. fix this. Yeah. And I was like, I can do totally this. down with it. Uh, she was uh not fulfilled. Came back for a thing. Was like, hey, like I love you. Not in love with you anymore. Don't think I can do this. And it was like, you know. I should have, uh, uh no, I think, I think I knew that like things weren't going well, but I think I kind of deluded myself. So it felt kind of out of the blue, you know? So that kind of fucked me up. But I also didn't know then, then I didn't know how to talk to any of my friends about it because none of them like had relationships or even like had like, fr- like fr- good friendships with women
2: Oh yeah, no, totally. Oh, right. None of us. None, uh, as one of your friends during that time, we the amount of women we talked to was the extent of your it was girlfriend. Like I
1: regarded her as like <laughs> like not only like my like uh, girlfriend or partner or whatever, but like my best like one of my best friends. Yeah, you know. So then it's like losing that, and it's like I didn't know, and then I didn't know how to talk to anybody else uh, around me about it. And like the only advice I really got was that fucking bullshit cliche advice like dude you just gotta go out like fuck fuck a bunch of girls man you just gotta go out and fuck other people and forget about it i was like that is the worst first of all it's like that doesn't work when you're just like that was like i grew up i grew up with that person like that was like also also, how my mind was like fucking shaped yeah. Was around like being, in, you know, and she then... was
2: everything. It's like, hey, man, you know what, you know, you know what you should do. You should use some of that sad sap confidence you have right there. You know that fucking muck piece of like you look like 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 a hollowed out shell yourself. Oh like, my god, women are gonna be really attracted to you right now. You should go out and fuck a bu- like, How do you expect me to fuck a bunch of people right now? Well, no, look, I, this, I, I'm well, crying. let's well, well, see that was, that was the that was the thing is I'd just get really drunk. I'd get
1: really drunk and go to parties or go to bars. And like every time I like it wasn't like I was like hooking up with tons of women, but like there, every time I'd hook up with somebody, it was like I would just be like, all right, this is what I have to do. And then afterward, it I would feel so unbelievably empty and yeah. terrible inside.
2: I got to call her. I got to tell her how bad I feel. <laughs>
1: Uh, was just like, yeah, right. <laughs> like
2: maybe she'll like she'll understand. She'll <laughs> oh understand God, how bad imagine. I feel. <laughs> imagine, imagine like, oh man, <laughs> I'm I, am
1: i am sure people have done that. Please, people, don't do that. Don't don't call them and tell them how sad you are. Like you gotta what you what I should have done. What I should have done was gone to see a therapist immediately. I didn't have anybody in my immediate support group who was, I had very good friends, close friends, great relationships, but they just didn't have the, like, they just weren't available for that kind of support for me. And that's, that's just the reality of it. Fuck it. You know, nothing wrong with that, but that's the reality of it. I did not have the wherewithal to go see a fucking therapist. Anybody just talk about this shit.
2: No, but I think you handled it correctly. Uh by by heavily binge drinking and uh not facing the issue at all, uh and hiding yourself in a in an area.
1: Oh man. Like, dude, there were some times where it was, like I got really drunk and had like there was like one time like I, I got drunk and like had sex with this uh bisexual girl like in the woman's bathroom of this bar, and it was just like it was this and she was like really hot. And it was just this like it should have been this awesome, dirty fucking thing and it was just like the worst experience of my life.
2: <laughs> you're using you're using the, the, the toilet paper to wipe your tears <laughs> oh
1: man yeah yeah so it was like yeah there was like i had some like i had some experiences that just should have been like awesome and fun they're just terrible it was like in a mo- I was like i've seen them happen in a movie <laughs> and they're, they're the best you know, yeah, like I was a yeah. kid and like jerked off to the scene that happened to me. Like when I was a kid, I jerked off to the scene that happened to me later in my life that I saw in a movie. You know, but then when it happened to me, it's it never was, as yeah. It was so. It was just it like sucked all of the life out of me for like days afterward. <laughs> you know what little life I had left in my my fucking myself at that time. So so that that was why I. Love I yeah. That's why I needed to. St- to, to distance myself from shit and be like, what's going on? I mean, not to mention, so then after college, I started working a job uh, that, like, I saw where that career path was going. It was just, like, in a, in a fucking cubicle farm. And it was, like, it, you know, it, it, was, it was a decent job. There were decent people there. But, like, it just kind of, it, it, fu- it was just killing me, man. And then I started uh, having uh, panic attacks when I was driving on the highway. Which I'd never had like panic attacks before. I didn't know what these were, but I started getting really nervous anytime I was driving on the highway. And feel like I'd like start sweating and feel like if I don't concentrate really hard, I might pass out right now. I was like, I can't pass out because I'm driving like 60 miles an hour on the highway, and that's gonna be terrible, you know. But then anytime I'd get off the highway, it'd be fine. And I and I'm a good driver, and I've never had any. Problems, you know. I, I grew up driving like through Boston, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, you know, I've yeah, so I, driving. I've seen, it. I've seen it. He good. There's no driving anxiety for me. It wasn't that. It was some other life anxiety that was going on that would come out when I was driving on the highway. For some reason, it
2: it could be one of those things where, when you're driving on the highway, you realize how close you are to death at all times. Like, if you're, uh, I'm sure everybody has those thoughts. I've I get it on like bridges and things. Yeah, you just go like, oh wow, like you don't think about it all the time, but every once in a while, like something reminds you. You ever see an accident on the highway and you're like, wow, holy fuck, I am one fucking sneeze away from killing myself and somebody else potentially. And so like like that. So it's it's when you're facing anxiety like that, that that's gonna bring out so like your body's already feeling like, Okay, like I gotta be on alert a little bit and then your body's now putting like, Oh, you're on alert? Well, here's some more shit you gotta worry about. And now all that stuff's swimming in your head, but the main thing that's coming in your head is like, Oh, I'm driving. So like this must be driving anxiety, or this must be like something like that, which was taking its form. But I think a loss, also a little bit of it is like, you know, you may think that you're like you're now realizing like, Oh, I'm close to death right now and that's like, Oh my what is my life? You know, like, that may be the biggest, the bigger thing. So, like, your your subconscious is going, like, oh, you're, like, be careful. You're on the highway. Highway is dangerous. And then you're, like, dangerous. If I die right now, my life would have been nothing. And do you think she'd come to my funeral? <laughs> like, maybe if I just do it, <laughs> I can see her. She can see me one last
1: time. Dude, that's so funny that you say that, man. Because I, I, so, so, that, so, that was when I went to, finally went to a therapist for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um because i was like i got to like see dude, what's do you going need a therapist on Why you should
2: just talk to me i got yeah. this dude we'll just <laughs> turn some mics on we'll figure it out you know
1: dude honestly that was the conclusion that like uh actually th- this therapist this therapist is amazing like I, I don't see her i see her very seldom like now I, i've i haven't seen her in quite in quite a while but um i probably should, should go back
2: after talking to you for a while yeah you should go talk to her you should go
1: talk to her <laughs> no I, I honestly believe everybody should be in therapy i'm mm-hmm. kind of pissed off that i had never been exposed to some kind of uh, therapy like earlier in my life Like she, she would even be like yeah like you know You don't really need to come that often And I'm like no I like I This is amazing it's like yeah. it's not that like It's not that
2: like you can't judge It's You can't talk to anybody Nobody even your best friend Will always like hold on to Something like you can tell them something and like They're gonna be like they're, they're a human being So they're gonna be like oh well I'm Like yeah okay I, I Trust you and you're still my friend after telling me whatever You just told me but they have to they form a judgment because that's survival in their own life.
1: Also maybe something happened between you and somebody else that the friend knows and you want to and you and you, you don't feel comfortable like including all of the details because it might yeah, affect you can some never other be, yeah.
2: dynamic. You have to pay someone to be but honest I mean, to. And that's that's cool. I like it. But that 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 was basically what
1: we had talked about where we were like, yeah, like I basically it's like there was shit I wanted to do in my life and I looked at where I am now. And I was it's just never like, gonna Man, happen. Man, if I die, this is gonna be it.
2: Yep. It it is. Like that's that's that that's kinda like the harsh reality, but also like the the motivating thing. Is like when you stop and you, you think of those things, you're like, oh like, is this all it's gonna be? And it's like, yeah, it is. That is what it's gonna be. Because at face value, that's what it is right now. Right. But you can change it at any point in time, so that's not it. Well And like if you did die on the highway, people would remember like, well, he was like really making an effort. Like did you know he was doing this? And everyone's like, "Whoa, whoa, he was doing that." Well, something I learned—it's not only about
1: changing the really details dark. of an of your life and how you live your life and what's going to happen in your future necessarily, but it's also changing your framing on your life. Now, it's changing the way you look at your waking moments. You know what I mean? It's like I'd be like, "This is all I have." Like, what a fucking shitty. W- I have so much this cup is
2: half empty. I have
1: I have such a fuck like if I really took a magnifying glass to the details of my life, there is so much amazing shit going on that to focus on what I don't have is so that that was like the source of my depression for a, for a, like or, or that was like what was perpetuating my depression at least was focusing on the things that i don't have the things that i want the things Rather that than the
2: things that you have the and things that, that i have yeah. now
1: and the things that i can do right now you know what i mean I was, like i like started doing yoga and meditating and shit and that was like you know and basically you started
2: journaling too right didn't you start Yeah doing that I,
1: did, sort of thing? I, did, I did i did i did like some i i, I tried all the like self-helpy shit like i, I didn't i didn't stick like with everything Yo- yoga was for me the best thing that I did in terms of like – because it – uh, first of all, it gives you a and bod, but then it also like oh really – Oh, boy, clear, it does it show. It, yeah, it really yeah. – oh, thank you. It really clears your head, you know, and um, it, 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 I feel like it gave me a sense of perspective at least. And then that also gave me the realization to be like this job I'm in is f- – fucked and it's not making me happy. So I left that job and I just started working like a retail job, uh, that was just kind of low key. And then I moved in with some, uh, some really close friends and, uh, I just like stopped. That was, that was like the time where it's like, I really think that was, I wasn't, I still wasn't dating women and I kind of stopped hanging out with a lot of Uh, people that i was hanging out with before which had nothing to do with those people but i felt like i needed to like explore what was going on and like inside of me and i couldn't tell i couldn't tell like what what like i couldn't tell i I had to figure out who the fuck i was Mm -hmm. do you know what i'm saying it's like am i doing things because other people expect me to be a certain way or am i doing things because this is the way that i that like this is the way that I wanna be and, and that makes me feel good.
2: Yeah, what what am I yeah. Yeah, you you'd you had to, you got to figure out you. You were going through
1: And and at the end of the day, that was the fucking that that's the question I'm still trying to fully answer was I was in that relationship for so long that it ended and I was like, Well, who am I?
2: You lost an identity. Because you had so much of your so much you were putting into that, that relationship and you were considering you know the 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 college that you chose may be not your first choice it may may have been a different choice because you wanted to be closer during the time where she was in the area yep exactly huh? and then you know you're at the end of college you're like if I can just get out of here I'm gonna fix this you're so much of you is tied up in this in in that relationship which happens to so many people you start sharing things it's like it, it, because a relationship is a give and take you start to do things that like just the other person like did and then it becomes stupid things like you ever hear someone be like oh like oh like, i haven't watched uh game of thrones because i only watched game of thrones with this person or like you know, it's like things like that and it's like like people get so much of their life tied up into into other people that it's like just do you have to you have to not settle so much in relationship you have to you have to really um in order to avoid that kind of stuff is to do a give and take you have to still do the things you want to do it can't be a full like let's join up together and like find something happy in the medium well
1: you have to find your self-worth that's not tied to the your relationship or the other person Mm -hmm. i think that goes with anybody it doesn't even have to be it could be with casual relationships friendships it could be anything find your self-worth find your own self-worth that's not tied to what other people think of you like, you can still hold your self-worth in what other people think of you, but find the shit that makes you feel great and valuable that doesn't, you know, rely on what other people think of you. Like, But, but at the same time... So, what happened to me was, like, I was super into playing. I was really into playing music. I loved music. Music was, like, everything. And then... When that relationship ended, I just couldn't play music anymore. It made me so depressed. Like I, I just, I couldn't emotionally do it. Hmm. And then I, and then I would question, like, was I just doing that because, like, that was I think the kind of person that I thought that she
2: wanted. She wanted me to be. I, I didn't even know. You know, I didn't know. Well, yeah. You start to question even the things that you like. You're like, oh, what whoa, was I doing this? You're like, oh, I was doing this before. Oh, yeah, I was, I was playing music before I met this person, you know? Uh, you start to find, yeah.
1: So I stopped for fucking, for years, man. It was fucked up. I stopped for years. It was like my favorite thing to do. The thing that brought me, in terms of the thing I could do by myself, it was what brought me the most happiness in the entire world. And then it quickly got turned on its head to that I just, I couldn't stand it.
2: I think I think this may be a, a really good segue to um, either at the beginning or the end of this show. Uh, we're gonna be playing a song that John wrote for this person. Oh, wait, we've already played it. Oh, we've they've already, already played heard it? it. Oh, they've already heard it. Okay. At this point, at this point, they've already heard yeah. it. Yeah. Th- so that's that's John, and that's that's the passion. Like you're, it's 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 so funny that you you felt that that w- that passion that you had in music was tied up in that one person. You know, I think that's why people like music so much of, like, you know, when people, when it's a breakup song or a heartfelt song, it's, you know what the funniest thing is? before that, I fucking, I
1: shit on love songs, the only song, the song that you heard, that was literally the only love song I had ever written, everything else would just be about, uh, like, I'd write, like, abstract songs about, like, time, like, what time does to you, you know, because, like, everybody writes about fucking love, everybody's obsessed with love, it's played out, love songs are bullshit, like, to me, it just, I didn't, I didn't, like, they were bullshit. Love songs were hacky bullshit to me. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I thought. Right. Then, right after this relationship ended, love songs started affecting me so much. Like I'd hear a love song, and every time I'd hear it, it, I'd think like, "Fuck you." <laughs> you. Ba- like, it was. It was the most ironic shit because like I thought they were hacky bullshit, and like this, and then I'd hear like literally like the hackiest goofiest, hokiest love song, it would make me so sad. And then that would make me so angry because it was like, cause it was it was everyone like, would prove me wrong. Yeah. Every single one proved me wrong.
2: Think but think of what people are known for. Like like Van Gogh isn't known f- like like yeah, he's known for being a famous painter, but he's not a hundred percent known by the world. For any It's not Starry Night It's not one of his One of his paintings No he's remembered For cutting off his ear And mailing it To his girlfriend Like that's what People remember That's what people want They yeah. want set Because everybody feels it Which is Why you wanted to get In this podcast Because you started going out there and talking to more people and, and talking like talking to women about relationships and you're finding that they're having the same situation. Everybody's in the same fucking muckety-muck trying to figure out what the hell's going on. We're in this new world of technology where social media like it's, it's online dating. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like the, yes, there has been similar things in the past where it's, you know, maybe you called up a a uh, 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 a phone line. There were dating you know,
1: services, speed dating. There were things. Th- there were things like that. But
2: nothing of what we're in right now and what we're dealing with. You know, we're in the we're in the world right now where Trump is going to get the Republican nomination because he's viral. You know, he's got the ability to like make a video where you see five to ten seconds, and you're like, "Well, all right. Yeah, look, he's passionate. All right, I like this." We're in this this day and age of that when it's such. The attention span of, of people is so low that now you have to get the attention of a woman uh, by having something in your picture making it interesting. It's all a facade, too. you know. It's all a thing like, oh, look how good I am. It's like if you met this girl on the, on the bus, you would have to go and talk to her and show your flaws as a human by, like, I'm nervous. <laughs> Everybody needs some basic understanding of online marketing to be successful in dating now. Oh, that was poetic. So, uh I kind of want to wrap this up with a, with a question uh based on something that you said earlier is finding your self-worth. Have you have you after all of this, after all the time spent yourself, have you have you found your self-worth? Your self-worth? Do you feel like you I mean obviously that's that's a kind of vague statement, but is it
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean I feel I feel great. I feel amazing right now.
2: Yeah. You look like shit. Well, <laughs>
0: i mm-hmm. is is you